welcome quest for you friends thank you for listening to my podcast time flies by so fast we're already in may five months into the year and i and i always like to check in with you how are you doing on your goals and resolutions if you set any and if you didn't how is your year going otherwise are you happy with where you are i know usually we aren't we always wish we would be further ahead Maybe we started on something we have been wanting to do, but we haven't made the progress we would like to see. I have made tons of progress this year, but there are a few small things that I just haven't started on. I've taken big steps on big projects, but I'm not happy with the small things that are just as important to me and that I have neglected. I keep talking about them, but I haven't done anything with them. And that is why this week, I want to do something slightly different. For our three episodes this week, I want to put a plan together on three goals that are on my mind almost every day. I consider them not just important for me, but I strongly believe if we all do these three things regularly, ideally daily, our lives will improve. Yes, that is a bold claim. That is why I want to share them with you. Because at some point, I did them all regularly and have seen the difference it made on my life. I was more mindful, more present, overall felt more emotionally stable and relaxed about my life. And I probably also got more done. And I want to share them because now I don't practice them regularly, but I want to get back to them. So what I want to do this week is this. I'd like to set a challenge for all of us to start all or at least one or two of these goals. As I cover them, I will share with you why they are so impactful for our lives that they are non-negotiable, in my opinion. Every person should at least try to incorporate their version of these three activities into their life. And I would not suggest all three in one week if A, I didn't believe they are so critical, and B, if I believe they are something super difficult that takes a lot of time. We are all busy. But I realized this weekend, the big projects are important. They get us far. They bring huge results. But the little ones are just as important. And I have neglected them over the last many months. You've heard me mention them because I don't like that they are not part of my life. They are reading meditation or time for stillness, and daily intentions. The third one I may have not yet covered a lot, but it's an important one and it takes seconds. I started doing it last week and I noticed how powerful it is. Intentions can also help with the two previous goals, reading and meditation, and whatever else you set out to do that day. But today, I want to start with reading. Reading. Let me just say it, I love reading. That is why it's so crazy that I don't read anymore. I loved reading since I was able to read. I would search the attic in my grandmother's house and find whatever books that seemed interesting and read them at night. This is how I found out about the story of the Wizard of Oz. In fact, it wasn't the Wizard of Oz. It had a different title and the author's name was someone Russian. But it was almost exactly the same story. 
So in preparation for this episode, I became curious about this and searched on Google Germany for the book. And I found it. I was surprised. And I learned that the author, his name is Alexander Wolkoff, basically rewrote the original story with a few modifications and that it was distributed widely in the Eastern Bloc countries. Dorothy's name was Ellie in my version, and she lived in Kansas. I still remember when I came to the U.S. to find that my beloved childhood story was also very popular here, but that it wasn't exactly the same. I don't know how many times I read that book. As a teenager, I was an avid visitor to the library. I was fascinated by Sherlock Holmes, and I actually still like detective stories. I have read all my life. In college, I had to curb my personal reading to focus on required reading. But as soon as I was done with college, I read voraciously. That was the internet age, and suddenly I learned about so many good books that I didn't know about before. So it had been really saddening for me to not being able to read regularly over the last one to two years. I finish a random book here and there while on a flight or on vacation, but that is not enough for me. There are so many books I want to read, both fiction and non-fiction. I check them out from the library, thinking that they might motivate me when they're sitting on my nightstand, but I turn them back in, unread. I'm sad and I'm frustrated and I'm unable to find time to read. Reading is essential for everyone, not just for children. Reading is the primary way we gain new knowledge. You may not realize you're reading just because you don't have books piling up on your nightstand like I do, but we all read every day, and most of that reading is online. We read emails, news, comments on social media, blog posts, recipes, and so much more. And thanks to the internet, we all probably read more than we ever did before. When I was growing up, reading was considered more of a nerdy activity, but now we all have our heads hanging over our devices, and we're reading something. Most people probably read small bursts of information rather than entire books. This is important to recognize in our quest to read more. For example, instead of reading my book at night before falling asleep, I look through my Instagram account. I'm still reading, but not reading what I really want to read. It's easy reading. There are pictures and small text. It's interesting, but again, it's not what is most important to me. Whatever your reading goal might be, books may not be your thing, but I would like to challenge you to use reading as a way to learn something new. Every word we read informs us about the weather, what our friends are up to, and how many calories are in a gram of fat. We don't have to read instructional manuals to learn something, but I would like to challenge you to read both regularly and something longer than just Twitter comments. As a fan of books, I will always defend them. But I also believe that our short attention span needs to be trained to read something longer than just a paragraph. The interaction with words that form an idea that lasts 350 pages helps train our patience and it challenges our brains. And I also believe it relaxes us. I don't have to explain how much I love crawling into the corner of my couch with a blanket and a cup of tea and get lost in a book. The reality of the situation is that I don't have hours like that available to me anymore. So my proposal 
to get reading back into my day will involve only short periods of time. My suggestion is to pick a book or magazine with long-form content, something you can see through from beginning to end. I feel a lot of the knowledge I Google, I forget so quickly. Books, however, stay in my memory because I was part of the journey that the book took me on for many days. So again, ask yourself, what do you really want to learn? You might be Googling recipes because, because you want to change your overall diet. But ask yourself, how serious are you? And if it's that important, it might be worth investing into a book to learn about a specific diet or approach to eating. If you are reading only the daily news, ask yourself, what else interests you? Do you like to understand certain politics or history about a country in more detail? Maybe you want to pick up a biography about a historical figure. Ask yourself, what's a problem you would like to solve in your life? Are you struggling with prioritizing your time? There are tons of books about this topic. There are also lots of articles online, but consider this. People that write books are often more qualified to write them than the people who write online articles. I give you lots of content on many different topics that I'm not an expert in. That may be enough for you on most topics. You don't need the details on everything, but on those things that really interest you, you may want to dive deeper. Later this week, I'm going to talk about meditation. I'm not an expert on meditation, but there are so many books on meditation that if you really want to learn about it, you can read them. Some of the most successful people are voracious readers. Reading conveys knowledge and knowledge is power. It challenges the brain and it keeps us young. After we are done with college, we often end our formal learning. We Google what we need, but we often don't dive deep into subjects to really learn them. Books can help with that. Even novels are a great way to learn. Well-written fiction teaches us about the use of language and human emotions, which in turn enriches our vocabulary and helps increase our empathy with our fellow human beings. Some novels contain historical facts that are based on real events. I love good novels and I have reviewed several on this podcast. Biographies are a wonderful way to learn about the legacy of other people. Authors do a lot of work researching people and giving us an insight about their life. So how can we read more? How can we find the time to read? How can we start reading daily when I, for example, haven't been able to do it for months? The answer, of course, is nothing magical. I simply have to read every day. We do what we always do. What I've talked about on this podcast many times. We set a goal. We make a plan. We allocate the time when we want to execute the plan. And we move things if necessary to free up that time. And then we do it. My best time to read is bedtime. I've tried to read in the morning, but I can't be consistent. Reading in the morning is not my favorite thing to do. In the mornings, I'm energized and reading calms me. So for me, it's best to read in the evening. Pick the time that works best for you and make it consistent. No devices in sight, no other commitments, just you and your book. And then pick an achievable goal. For me, at the moment, it's as low as two pages per day. I can always increase, and I know I will. Once I'm into a good book, I have a hard time putting it down. 
I just need to get back into my routine and replace Instagram with my book. Imagine how many books you can read if you just read two or three or ten pages a day. So I'd say, let's get started. My goal is to read carefully chosen content that satisfies me and enriches my life. And I want to motivate you to do the same. To get you started, I'm going to add a list of books that have been on my radar for a while into the show notes. And you can find the show notes on the bottom of my website in the episode. Just scroll down and then you click on a little window that opens up and shows you the show notes. And those are books from a variety of genres that many people that I admire have recommended and, and that I know will enrich my life. You can click on the title of the book and it will take you to the Goodreads website where you can read more about the book. I use Goodreads, by the way, to keep track of all my reading, which there hasn't been much of lately, but feel free to connect with me there. So let's do it, my friends. Let's read more and enrich our lives with knowledge, balance and growth. Much love.